Hello and welcome to Yes, I Have a Voice, a new podcast series for unpaid caregivers. This is episode number one, and I wanted to share why I am doing this and what it's all about. So my name is Ruth Lewis-Cost, and I started this podcast because I became a caregiver very unexpectedly just a few months ago. My parents, who were in their 90s, they both had COVID, but they've recovered, but it did seem to speed up their sort of aging process. They are in their 90s, so, you know, that's not really a surprise. And they both have been diagnosed with mild dementia. So all in all, it came to the point where they needed extra help. And they've been very, very good. They've been really independent up until now, living in their own flat. And they still are, I'm happy to say. So I was thrust into this kind of this position as caregiver. I'd never been in a position like this before. Now, I have known plenty of people who have been, and I never really appreciated what that meant. You know, you just kind of accept it and say, oh, okay, that's a shame. But, you know, that's it. But actually, what I found was a whole roller coaster of emotions, and I just didn't know what hit me. I found that there were some days when I was crying, some days when I was so angry. I really felt that my life had been stolen from me. I almost resented having to do all these things for them. But at the same time, that made me feel guilty. Because, you know, they had spent so many years looking after me when I was growing up that it was only natural that I would be looking after them now when they were in need. So it got me thinking, you know, there seemed to be lots of practical help around, but no emotional help whatsoever. So I decided to create this podcast. Yes, I have a voice. And I called it that because I just felt that as a caregiver, We don't have a voice. It's almost as though we brush it under the carpet. It's almost as though, you know, when you talk to people and uh, people sort of tell you what they do, nobody says, oh, I'm a caregiver, unless it's something they're doing as a job and they're being paid for it. But when you're not being paid for it, it just seems to be something you do on the side. And that is so not true. So this is what prompted me to start this podcast and actually help other people understand that they are not alone, that the emotional roller coaster they go through is so normal. I think everybody I've spoken to has actually said that this is exactly what happens to them. But also within that, that it doesn't all have to be doom and gloom and, oh my God, life's coming to an end and what do I do? And it's all trauma and it's all, you know, it's tiring and, oh God, I've got to do this and, oh God, I've got to do that. No, it actually can be joyful. It's about how you approach it, of course. So as individuals, it is so helpful when you go through some form of personal development yourself, but it's something that we could bring joy to the people we're looking after to. We can do things that, you know, they'll enjoy. They can have a happy day. And if they have a happy day, what I have discovered is I feel happy. And I'm sure that everybody else would say the same too. So a little bit about me. My name is Ruth Lewis-Cost, so welcome. I am in my 60s. I have two grown children who are very, very helpful and very supportive, I might add. I have a husband. We've been married for 30 years 
And he has been the most amazing support through this. I cannot begin to tell you. It has been absolutely so, so brilliant. And I'm so blessed to have him. So I hope that anybody listening either has a husband or a wife or at least someone that they can turn to who gives them support they need, not give them advice, but just let them talk out what they're feeling because that's what we need. We don't always need to be told what to do. We just want to talk out our feelings to get them out of us. So a little bit about me. My background is in journalism. Now, I didn't start my life there. I actually started my career, my working life as a secretary. I didn't have any qualifications from school to talk about. I did not have a degree. I got myself a job at the BBC, that's the British Broadcasting Corporation. And I was lucky enough to actually have my first job in the broadcasting side of things, in world service. And I love that because I was working with people from so many different cultures, so many different backgrounds, and it just opened my world up. And I think it's from there that I had my love of travel. Actually, you know, change that. No, I think I always had a love of travel, but it just made me want to travel more. Anyway, after being a secretary, I knew that I didn't want to be a secretary forever. So I actually started in my spare time interviewing people. I was very lucky to have people who I worked with sort of in a senior position who were happy to help me. So I went out, I did interviews, I found some quirky things to do. I reported on a llama race. I reported on a 2CV convention. If you don't know what a 2CV is, they are the most amazing cars ever. I had one myself at the time. So it was just a fantastic day out. I was doing all these quirky things, then bringing them back to the studio, editing them, and I was taught how to edit and putting them together as a five minute package with music and everything. What I didn't know then was of course, that was like putting together a podcast. So from there, I went on to actually become a sound engineer and learn all about sound recording and, and everything that goes with that. And I spent a few years with the BBC as a sound engineer, or as we were called then, studio manager. I absolutely loved that job. And I had the most amazing and fun time. This was the best period in my career. But obviously, at times, you know, you have to move on from that. You just get to the point where you know it's time to move. So my move became something that actually took me into newspaper journalism. I didn't learn my craft. I actually learned it on the job. And frankly, when I look back, I wonder how the heck I survived, but I did. And I ended up working with major national newspapers, ending my journalism career in the Financial Times, where I worked for 10 years. And I loved that job. And guess what? Here's the thing that honestly makes me smile, is that in my last incarnation within the Financial Times, I was working in the department and I became a podcast producer and editor. It felt like I had come full circle. It was just a dream, but it was also time for me to move on. I was burnt out and I needed to leave for my own health. So when it came to earlier this year, 
and I was thrust into this role of being a caregiver for my parents, I actually sat down and decided that, you know, I can't be alone here. I'm not the only one who has been through this. I already knew lots of my friends who had experienced it. So I decided to create this podcast series. Now, my aim is to help everybody out there who are already caregivers or no caregivers and know that you are not alone and know that whatever you're feeling is so normal, everybody else feels the same in some way or another. But also, and here's the most important thing, that this does not have to mean depression. This does not have to mean being down and boring and all the other things. This is about actually finding the joy and being proud of the status of being a caregiver. You know, in ancient cultures or in many cultures still existing, looking after the elders of a community is an absolute privilege. And I know we don't see that in our culture, but why not? Why shouldn't we actually create that again? So I'm helping you also, I hope, to have tools and how to perhaps find joy in what you're doing and how to create joy and, and wonderful memories with the people you're looking after. So I've been asking people their tips on what they do to find joy in their everyday with the people they're looking after. So I hope you find this podcast series of use, of help, finding the joy, finding the laughter, and also know that you are part of a community where we can all help one another. So I hope you will be joining me for the next episode. And this time, I won't be on my own. Don't forget, if you like this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. See you next time.